doing? I'm good. I'm How good. You I'm good. You like my yellow? I like my yellow. It's cute. It's nice. You know, you're always upholding the name Diva. You never fail to impress. Well, and it's summertime. I love summer, so I can just be like, you know, shoulders and, and bright colors. It's, it's spring. You're getting a little ahead of yourself, but that's okay. Ready for the warm and not the cold, but it's all good. But I, I hope hate the one cold. thing that's... I know one thing that's going to be red hot, and that's this interview we're about to do with Jerome Arab, this great artist. We play so some of his music. Excited. Yes, we play some of his music on the show. But now let's get to know the man behind the music. Let's bring him in. Let's check him out. Jerome, how you doing, man? Hey, how you guys doing? Good, man. It's uh, it's good to talk to you, man. Glad to have you on the show. Man, pleasure. Thank you so much. I mean, thank God for the the world being the way it is, because this would never have happened, you know, back in the. 90s <laughs> yeah but you know through the beauty of the, the internet and technology here we are connected yeah man yeah i really appreciate it man i appreciate all the support oh absolutely so yeah so we're just gonna you know dive in and um you know get to know like i was saying before you came on the the man behind you know the music so you know as far as the music tell us about when music uh first got your attention and how you knew this is something that you could do and something that you wanted to do? Well, music got my attention. My dad used to play a bunch of like things on his guitar um, back when I was like, I must've been like four, four years old. So 90, 93, 94, um, he'd play like Bob Marley and stuff and just jam. And I'd, I remember walking in the room and looking at this man just in his element and I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'm going to sing along. So I just like try and find some of the words, you know, where I found similar melodies and just try and join in. And then he done a show for Motown, a theater show. And I mean, I heard him rehearsing Michael Jackson, the Jackson 5, basically. And I was just like, whoa, who is that kid singing those songs? And yeah, it was... That's kind of like where I started singing. I started like with Michael, to be honest with you. Like, I want you back, ABC, um, yeah, Rock and Robin. Like, literally, that's where it all began for me is just learning that music and singing along and being like, oh, yeah, I think I could actually do this. That's nice, man. Michael Jackson, you know, being the influence on you and everything, because, you know, he was one of the greats, you know, so for some people, the great. So, <laughs> thinking about, you know, having Michael being like an influence, if, let, let's say someone who's watched this interview had never heard your music before, can you sort of like break down your musical style and how you use that to make your music stand out from, from other art? Um, so Michael is definitely, as I said, an influence, but Stevie's been probably the biggest inspiration in my life in terms of musicality, um, because he's not defined by one genre. You know, Stevie has ventured into all sorts of, um, music. He's, he's got reggae elements. He's got jazz. He's got the soul gospel. He's just taken the best of all these worlds and, and merged them together. So if, if I was explaining my style to somebody, I would say, I pretty much have a very Afro or African root or African grounding in, in my style, but it's influenced by so many different genres, you know? So it's R&B, Afro, soul. That's my base. And then I grow from there. And just when I collaborate, you can hear those soulful elements and those African elements in what I do. So, yeah. 
No, that's that's a great explanation, and um, it fits that because uh, when I got introduced to your music, I started um, letting some of my friends check it out, and it was all positive. They was like, "This is good," you know. You see the enthusiasm. So I like I like that. But yeah, it was all it was all positive. <laughs> and when we shared it in between the hosts, it was all positive. So um, we are talking to Jerome. Arab, right? So he's got a song. He got many songs, but uh, one song in particular that's out right now is called Take It. You can find that on all the streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple, Deezer, wherever you get your music. And you can find him on Instagram at The Great Arab. ATL Diva, do you have something for Jerome Arab? I do. I do. I'm so happy that you're here with us today. Um, I am so glad you said that about the fusion of your rhythm and beats because, uh, 16 and myself were talking we're like wait a minute like he has like a lot of like caribbean vibes with like r&b vibes so it's kind of like okay this means raps and he sings songs so he can tell you <laughs> that uh don't mess with him but he can also love you so that's like the perfect combination of of songs so i noticed that on your 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 new album so i was going through youtube and listening to a lot of your work and can you talk to me a little bit about the artwork we're gonna maybe if it's okay like we'll post it later but we'll put up some like visuals of some of the artwork that's on your music but it's beautiful and it's eccentric <laughs> and it's different so can you know some people don't really put a lot of thought into their cover work <laughs> but can you tell us the inspiration behind yours um so pretty much when I started doing this music thing, I, I had no direction. I was just like an artist wanting to create music. And the same thing you say, what makes you different? And I'm like, it's the overall package. You know, it's what's yeah. the story. And I, I need to capture the story the best way I know how. So I partnered with a guy called um, Lewis from Zambia. Um, he's a graphic designer. And we started to break down concepts. And I was like, animation-wise, this is what I'm thinking. Because there's so many stories I want to tell. And I feel like... For us to actually pay for a full-on shoot to do the stories that I want to tell, like to do all the artwork that you're seeing to make that live and make that real, would cost me a fortune. So yeah. I was like, yo, I'm going to go animation. And I was like, actually, it works for what we're trying to do with the brand. You know, it helps people understand more about what the song is meant to be about, you know. And it just it was a match made in heaven for me, you know, just being able to speak to him and be like, yo bro, I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking about that. And then he'd be like, oh, I'll sketch this. What do you think? And I'm like, yeah, fill it in with these colors. He's like, okay, cool. So we just go back and forth. And pretty much that's that's the artwork you see. I love it. I can't wait for us to put some of it up. It's It makes you kind of connect or vibe with the song, or at least I would say for me, it was more of the emotion of the song. Like maybe there's emotion connected to the artwork. Because I don't know about you, 16, or, you know, they're getting away from it, but I know here in the States, sometimes they'll make a whole video or art, but it has nothing to do with the song. So like, it's yeah. really hard to like emotionally connect, connect to it, which is what we want to do when we're listening to an artist. Um, before I toss it back to 16, I had one other question. Um, for some of the songs that you, um, you know, make, um, how do you come up with the concepts or, are you writing by yourself or do you have a team that writes with you for your vision? How's your process for that? It's funny. Um, there's different phases. So the first phase of everything that you're experiencing, 
thus far has been mm-hmm. a, a lot of the pen has been myself to be honest with you i'd say 98 percent of the work that you're hearing from the catalog that exists in terms of lyrical content is is myself um mm-hmm. <laughs> and then and it's not a small catalog there must be about a hundred and something 200 songs out that i've penned already um that are out released and then forget the other like 300 and something plus that are out there but not really released well so now the stage that i'm in is i'm trying to work on a number one record for hit radio um pop radio let's just say so i've got a a few different writers that i'm collaborating with in order to put this material together to make sure that it fits the singer songwriter scope um it doesn't mean i'm venturing like venturing away from what i I enjoy making it's just a different element that I get to finally dabble in because at the end of the day as artists we actually make music in order for us to survive so why am I making music if I'm not here trying to be a multi-platinum selling artist you know right if, if I don't want to go platinum then who am I who am I lying to by me going yeah I don't really care yeah 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 man whatever it's like who am I lying to <laughs> So pretty much the next phase that we're working on, um, I, I come up with all the concepts myself. I start them off and then I'll bring in um, different writers or different producers to help me develop those concepts. Um, all the concepts are from life. You know, the best writers in the world just lived really amazing lives in terms of experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sounds personal, so I'm really happy that you said you wrote them. Because when I was listening to them, I was like, this sounds like real personal, but like in a good way. Like you seem very connected to the lyrics that you were singing. And we should be able to vote on one of these songs that uh, goes on the radio. Like I think was my one of my favorite ones, I think was, uh, I think Bamboo was one of my favorite ones. That, that was like a cool beat. I really like that song funny funny that's like one of the like mixtape kind of demos a lot of the uh-huh. stuff that people are hearing demos in my head you know I, I just signed a new management deal um in london with the london uh management company called gaki music and the guy that signed me was like yo your stuff it's, it's done and i was like that's just the first part that's like the mixtape segment and he's like what you mean i was like we're not marketing what? that so i was like what i'm bringing next that's that's the stuff and he was like okay cool but this stuff is, is is good, and I was like, yeah, that's that's the problem. It's not great. <laughs> we need a we need a move. <laughs> well, that's the, I mean, as an artist and you're creative, you may think it's not like where you need it to be, but sometimes yeah. other people are gonna think that's freaking amazing. That's, which that's where it is, yeah. And yeah. Which is which is like, man, like you talked about the dancehall segment. How many dancehall tracks do we listen to that are made in studios? That when you look at them, you're like, oh okay that that came from there it's because they understand that the concept is the vibe it's nothing to do with the you know no. science behind it it's about does it does the feeling come through if the feeling comes yeah. through the track's done yeah. it does you see yourself in the song and you can like you know what i could really be in a club vibing to this i could meet a person and vibe with them and like leave with a whole new friend you know stuff like that yeah. so yeah. all right 16 i guess i'll share what do you got it's all good. We just we're just vibing right now. That's a, that's a, that's a good thing. So, Jerome, I want to jump in and ask you about the, the side of it where, you know, as far as obstacles that you're facing with trying to promote your music. I mean, it's a lot of artists that are out here. So, I'm trying to, I guess, find out what's something that you thought that was going to be hard in promoting it, but ended up being easier than you figured. 
promotion of the music, I, I guess in doing so much content, I was fearful that I wouldn't be able to get all the tracks out there and get people vibing to the music. You know, like I, I thought like, okay, they might vibe with one song, but there's no way they're going to check out the rest of the stuff. And that was kind of like a misconception because what happens with people is if they hear something that really resonates with them, then they want to look for more. So that's kind of, I guess, the the thing that got me. It was like, oh, so it actually does work. Like you can put out content, as much content as you want, and eventually mm -hmm. it will get to the ears that it needs to get to. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's a good way to put true. it. That's true. I, I went down the rabbit is. hole myself, so I, I definitely understand that. Because, yeah, it, because I, I can understand you saying that where um, the music can kind of take care of itself because there's so much out there and trying, I mean, I guess you could say you present it to people, you hope for the best, you know the work that you put in and you hope that the work that you put in comes out in that and people enjoy that. So that's a good way of looking at that. So in terms of taking that and talking about then support is where does your support come from? And in that aspect, I'm not talking about just fans and people who listen to your music, but a team, like your family, friends. Who are the who's like the person who, when Jerome's having one of them days where you're not really feeling yourself, they give you that kick, like, hey man, you gotta remember who you are. Let's go. What are you doing? Let's go. Something that resonates is it took me 24 years to get my father to say he was proud of me and he understood the vision that I had for myself. And from there onwards, whenever I've kind of got to the point where I'm like, I'm done, he's like, yo, you started something, finish it, bro. And I'm like, what? Like for him to say that, it always resonates with me. I mean, I've got a few other friends here and there, like I can mention Paul Cruz from Zambia, who um, is an engineer producer, has done some amazing stuff. He's mixed some of Neo's vocals with um, Diamond Platinum. Like he's done some amazing stuff and he will hit me up randomly and just be like, bro, remember you, you, you the guy. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not yet the guy. He's like, no, you the guy. Yeah. So, you know, there's a guy called Courtney Hales from um, London, based in Manchester, England. He's one of like the biggest authors out there. And he also hits me up occasionally where I just get a voice note. He's like, hey, bruv, what's happening? You know, today you're going to make it happen because you always have made it happen. I'm like, oh. So I've got like one, two, maybe three people that have always had my back and always said things when, I needed to hear them most. Um, I don't really share much with people. Um, it's in the music. So you can tell. Like when I'm down, like you can hear it in the music. There's no way. There's tracks like Broken Inside and, um, you know, even things like Soul Exchange where people would listen to the songs and they're like, whoa, that's quite dark. But it's like, yeah, I've had dark points in my life. <laughs> Just... So I use the music as much as I can as a diary to reflect my life and I don't I don't shy away from it. I don't think that oh well it's I understand everything's a chapter, you know. So even when I'm feeling down, I'm like, what can I draw from this in order for me to still move forward towards my goals? Rather than looking at it as in, yeah, this is it, I'm done. It's like, well, I've been there before and I know that there's something else coming. So let's just roll with the punches. I, I, I remind myself that daily. Nice. I, like I said, I appreciate your explanations and going into detail, you know, giving the, you know, the good answers here, man. We definitely appreciate that. So, again, talking to the great Jerome Arab, right? So check out all his music, his catalog, and that song that I've been telling you about, Take It, on 
all the streaming platforms, Spotify, Deezer, <laughs> Apple, wherever you get your music, Amazon, he's there. You can find him. And also check him out on Instagram at the great Arab. ATL Diva, you got something else for Jerome? I do. Um, do you recall the moment or maybe a particular couple of moments where you were like, uh, maybe it was a fan or someone like was super hyped that you were just like, oh my God, wow, like, okay, my music's really, really making a difference or something that made you blush. You're like, oh my God, I got fans now. Like, do you remember that moment when you were just like, oh, snap? <laughs> I'll see, I'll see, yeah, I, I get what you say. Like, I see, no, I have, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I've had moments like that in my career where um, I was on the show called Big Brother Africa and it amplified everything that I was doing. When I got off the show, man, it's like the whole continent is talking about about you as an artist, you know, as a person, like as a creative. Um, and I didn't enjoy that. The first time I remember somebody actually saying something about my music was Paul Cruz, the same guy I'm talking about that's mixed like really? Neo and him. Yeah, he was like, bro, you have, there's something about your voice. And if you can invest in your vocal and in, in your songwriting, like if you can believe in it as much as the rest of the world, like will we'll eventually get to that. He's like, because what I see, not many people can do. And you've got that. That was a life-changing experience for me coming from Paul Cruz because it's somebody who actually works with stuff, like works with big artists. And for them to actually say something like that, you know, it's like, wow. I mean, occasionally on, on, on Instagram, I'll get the, yo, I really like this song or, yo, this song really helped through this. And that means a lot to me as well. But that moment, I remember getting somebody in the industry to say that you have something is... It's like, it's a life changer, you know, it's, it's, it's what Usher probably said to Justin Bieber. You know oh, what wow, I mean? Yeah. I when remember you, that back in the day. I do remember that. <laughs> when, you, when you think about those. And look those what that turned into. It's what, it's what Quincy probably, it's what Quincy said to Michael. You, you see what I'm saying? Is yes. when, you, when, you, when, you, when you cut it up like that, it's like, it doesn't matter how many people can say like, yeah, you changed my life. It's hard for you to believe it. I won't lie to you. It's like, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially when you're not in a good space as an artist. But when you have somebody that actually genuinely could contribute directly to, to you moving forward as an artist, mm -hmm. saying that they believe in you and then showing that they believe in you by actually championing what you're like, what you're doing, mm -hmm. like people like, like a radio DJ playing your music on the radio and hyping you before does so much more than a thousand fans going yeah you're the man because that one person can actually change your life yes they can and that's the that's like when you talk about those moments i've had both and as i say like the one that still resonates like with me is when somebody in the industry says something genuinely nice about what you're doing um i don't know do you guys know debunge by any chance have heard, yeah have you heard of him he was signed to good music basically an african one of the first african artists to be signed to good music. oh good music um i'm Kanye's... familiar with the label good music okay but i'm not sure about that particular artist debunge is like the old school he's like before all of these nigerian cats before Wizkid, oh, before okay. yeah and he also sat down and he was like 
you've got something. He says, just oh, wow. take your time and it'll come. And I was like, do these guys understand like how much time we put in this? And they're like, take your time. It will come. I'm like, oh, it's not what you want to hear, but for them to say you've got something. Yeah. That, that means a lot. Well, I, I think when they say take your time, it's, I think that's really powerful because I will say from experience here, everything is so rushed, so rushed, so rushed, you know, and a lot of times artists, it's a time process and some of the greatest artists, I mean, they'll put out an album and you won't hear anything for five or six years, but then when they come back out, it's amazing. And then you have the artists who can drop an album like every two years. And then like you get in an interview and they're completely honest and they're saying, you know, I didn't love a lot of this. You know, I felt a lot of pressure to put this out and this isn't, I wasn't connected to this album. So I just think they're speaking from experience, you know, on your gift. And um, I think that's amazing. Um, I had another question based on that. So when, when someone who's that powerful or important says invest in yourself or invest in your voice, for people who aren't in the industry, like what does that mean? Does that mean you get a mentor? Does that mean you take vocal lessons? Does it mean, what does that mean? Or what does that process look like for you to invest in your voice? So the the way the business works, and this is something I think people miss in the industry. You know, a lot of people just want to be artists. Um, right. But you could break it down from, even you look at like a Jay-Z kind of element where you don't get a record deal. You start a record label look at all the doors it opens up. When somebody says invest in yourself, what they're saying to you to do is to go back and just keep doing what you're doing and just be consistent. And trust me, you will start like I sing every day. I vocal like warm up every day without fail. Whether I'm holding my, my like three month year old while I'm singing, I'm singing every day to make sure that my voice is actually being trained. I'm working mm -hmm. out basically. I go for a jog nearly every day, at least five times a week. And in terms of the business element, I'm managing myself and speaking to the team daily. It's like, this is what we're doing. This is what we're trying to do. I would not understand the whole, I wouldn't understand production if I didn't take, like spend the amount of time I spent in this. I wouldn't understand my own vocal and what my vocal needs in order for it to actually execute like a good track. I wouldn't understand image. I wouldn't be able to do my own clothing brand. I wouldn't be able to, yeah, like I wouldn't venture into so many of these different things or even attempt them if mm -hmm. all I'd done is just like, well, I wanted, a, I want a record deal. That's all I'm aiming for. Taking your time is just like, find out where you position yourself in the industry. Find the faults that you have to like pass, like pass through. Because who knows, those faults may open doorways to you actually becoming a business or a brand that is worth like eternity. You know, you may be here for the next five years if you get a record deal now. But if you learn how to run a record label, you may basically end up 20, 30 years like run of a career. It's just the way it works. So when someone like that says, take your time. I mean, mm -hmm. it's just, it's, they're just saying to you, like, take your time to understand what it takes to, to become the people you want to become. You know, I've had plenty of label execs say to me, don't sign a deal because none of the big artists that you love are on a record label. 
It's like, mm. what do you mean? What do you mean? It's like, all these guys we love, what do you mean? And it's like, well, none of them are signed to a record label. Yeah, they might work with a record label, but they, they deal with the record label. They cut, they cut deals, they cut contracts. None of them actually are signed to any other labels. Why so is they're that? independent. You wow. own your masters. You own yes, your masters. You do. It's like you're going to get paid for the rest of your life, man. And we, we talk about these things, but people still don't understand what it means to register. Go talk to half the artists about registering a track with BMI. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> well, by the time they figure it out, it's too late. Now they have a whole legal situation going on, and it is definitely expensive at that point. So... So take your time. That's like any advice that I give to anybody in any industry is like, take your time, find your position, like explore it, you know, try out being a radio host. That might not work for you, but then you're learning how to, <laughs> yeah, like you're learning how to press the buttons and then before yes. you know it, oh, who knows, maybe you're designing the software that all the radio stations are going to use because you, you found the, you found the problem, like maybe yes, that was it that's that, so true. You, you needed that yep. software that it that that was you you know yep. your business is multi-million but you ain't you ain't on radio no more you ain't the host you're just providing what they use and making major money for it yes so do you man like, that's what matters time. as long as that check as long as that check clearing that's what that's the, right yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right so Jerome, we got a couple more here for you, and then we got a little question game that we do with our, our guests that come on the show here. So um, in talking about your career, I guess, in total, so what are your what are your plans for your career? We, we talked about your singing and everything, but at some point, you're still doing that, but do you want to get into other things? You want to manage artists? You want to try your hand at acting? Maybe you want to do a podcast. Where do you see all this ended up for <laughs> Funny you say that. It's like, where do you see? I'm like, yeah, working on the podcast, uh, doing a few books, writing a few scripts. <laughs> like, oh. I'll be honest with you. Like, I started off in theater, you know, uh, theater from the age of six. I've been on stage um, acting. Um, and that went on to at the age of 11, scripting and actually putting on stuff and then still singing and stuff, opening for my uncle and them, like doing the Michael Jackson covers until I could actually come up with my own content. So when you ask me, what do I see? I believe that I'm a creative. That's what I do is I help put things together um, and I utilize the talents I have. So whether it's acting or directing or producing, I just, I dive into any form of creativity. America's always been a dream from when I was a kid, just because I'm he so heavily influenced by what you guys have there. You know, it's like, I'm a huge fan. I, I think it's clear. Like you can see I've studied a lot of, the ways of, of, of the, the black American <laughs> kind of culture. It's like, wow, I actually am, that's like, that's raised me. So I would love to come out there and add that African element to, to what is going on and just be part yes. of that segment. Yeah, like I would love to put together, you know, certain movies. I'd like to be part of like a Mansa Musa movie that talks about, you know, some of the greatest African leaders that traveled before, like, Europe was even, the Europeans were thinking about it. Like, I want to be part of a whole different scope of creativity that helps reshape the way we as black people, like, perceive ourselves. You know, we always think that we start at the bottom, but I want to I want to show people that we actually have been at the top and have been a major contributor to 
humanity from the beginning yeah. of time you know and absolutely that's, that's kind of like my core like my core is there so i'll do everything in my power i'll create as much as i can to not just contribute but to also move mankind forward you know so yeah we welcome you to Atlanta, where <laughs> everything is music, arts. I mean, it's like Black Hollywood here, so yeah. that's very real. So when all of this yeah. chaos is over, we would love you I'm, to come I'm here. Down. And... I'm down. I'm on the whole YouTube. I mean, <laughs> yes. Hey, listen, you could be, you know, I don't know what it is. We call it bi-coastal when people go back and forth, but I don't know. International. There you go. International. <laughs> That's how you work. You can come out here and, and hang out, get some of this, uh, you know, this good living out here, but also some of the terrible traffic as well that exists out oh, here too. It's, oh my god! Because everybody want to move it. Yeah, it's, it's bad. But well, we're we're know. like not letting some people come anymore. We like uh, tell people we full. <laughs> oh yeah, we full. Yeah. <laughs> we say nope. we say Atlanta is full. We don't have any room. But you know, if you know people, we'll let you in. VIPs, we we'll let y'all in. But but Jerome, you come on through though. That on the oh, party. Yeah, you you can come I'll on through. through. Listen, we gonna stamp your passport five times. You're you're more than welcome to come here. I'm gonna be there soon. Trust me. As soon as I'm of this class, I'm landing. <laughs> oh my god, nice. I miss that's so much a, stuff. That's giving me an idea. Like uh, so many great artists across the U.S. and other countries that we need to try to. Once all this COVID stuff stops, we need to put together a mixer for the show and just let we everybody should. finally meet. You know, make that happen. <laughs> I think that would be super great. I just sent off for my passport renewal, so I hope I get it back before June. <laughs> no, just drawing up here, sparking up ideas and stuff. So I know. I got, Give this man a show. He needs a show. Yes, he, he's great. Get, get this man on a on a show. So um, one one last thing here, and then we're gonna get into our little fun thing that we like to do here is so if if we miss anything as far as where we can find you online. We, we mentioned your Instagram, and we know that your catalog is on all the major streaming platforms, but did we forget anywhere else where people can find you online to get to know more about you, your catalog, anything, please let us know. Yeah, I mean, on Twitter, it's the African Arab, and on Facebook, it's the African Arab. So please feel free to hit me up on any of the platforms and let me know what you think about the music, if you want to collaborate, if even if you're just like, okay, cool, I'm starting out in the industry, what do I need to look for? doesn't matter where you are in the world. I mentor a ton of artists at all levels. Oh. Um, and pretty much I always, I don't ask for any payments from the jump. Like I make sure that we develop some sort of an agreement in the way we work in the working, we develop the working relationship. And then once you start getting paid, then we see how we cut me into your management sector and stuff like that. There. But my goal is, as I say, is to elevate as many people as possible. So please, to get in touch and yeah let's let's cut it up from there see see that right there 16 is amazing because um here in the states they're not gonna say that they first. They're gonna like, be like give give us all your money and if, yeah. if we buy we buy if we don't see you but, later <laughs> but but i know this this for a fact with jerome because when when he reached out him and i had like a full-on dm conversation just it was just chill like we knew each other you know <laughs> we just we were we were chatting I was like, where can I find this? Oh, it's here and here. Here's where you can find me. Check this song out. It was a full-fledged conversation. So what he's saying is the truth. You know, it was yeah. just two people, you know, having a nice chat, just like we're doing Because here. he hit me up on text and he was like, man, I just had the best conversation. Like, we gotta, you know, you gotta jump on this interview with me. And I was just like, okay, sure. And so he sent me the link in the bio and I was like, 
Yeah, I am really excited to to meet Jerome A. Rap. This sounds really good. So I love your vibe, great vibes, and Thank I you. definitely wish you many blessings in anything that you want to do. I think you'll be very successful at it. Thank you. I receive all the blessings that you guys have passed. And <laughs> as I say, likewise, you know, me saying that any everybody can hit me up. Like, feel free. Like, hit me up as well. Like, I'll probably check up on all of you anyway. Like, I'll be like, yeah, I'm landing in ATL next week, so... <laughs> Let us know. Seriously, we would like completely love to work out something, hang out, take a tour with you, take you around, show you the the good stuff, you know. <laughs> I like your outfit. You'll fit right in. You'll fit right in. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Twisted, I just wanna go and pull you closer Grab you by the waist, make your hips so soft Cause you know I will love you better Than many men, cause not many men I get ya They won't get you there To the point where you sway That you can't pay Being in the same room with no attention Let me make it So I take my time, I'll be gentle on your skin Press your lips against mine, taste the melanin She say I kiss like a pro, that's a mental spin Cause now I'm thinking about her when I'm hustling Checkmate soulmate, she got me wondering Does she wanna be with me like that? If I go for the kitty, will she let it bite back? Or is this just another game or trap that she wanna play? See if I move like that, uh, I'ma let you know the D like crack uh, One hit, keep you coming right back uh, So don't play with a G like that uh, don't play with a G like that Girl, I wanna get to know you So tell me all the things you won't do When I come through You gon' take it, take it somewhere Finish out, that's okay, boo So tell me what you really, really won't do When you come through I won't take it, take it somewhere Take it, take it somewhere Not the hook just yet because we're about to get to know you just a little bit better with what we're about to do here. So we got this, we got this little uh, deal that we do with our guests. It's called "Don't At Me." So I'm gonna ask you a few questions, and basically, um, just to give you an example, I use this example with everybody. Is I'll say, "Drone, 
would you, which do you prefer, Coke or Pepsi? And if you like Pepsi, you say Pepsi. Don't at me, like you're online, like telling somebody on, on Instagram, hey man, don't at me, this is my opinion, that's it. So that's how that works. Cool, so, cool. all right, cool. cool, all right, so let's get into it. So here's the first one. So, Jerome, in your opinion, which East most important meal of the day to you? Breakfast, lunch, or dinner? Which one of those could you just kind of do without? Lunch, don't at me. Okay, all right. What about you, Devo? Uh, which which one of those is, you know? I can be like, whatever. Yeah, it's like, um, you ain't gotta have it. I don't have to have breakfast done at me. Okay, all right, so for me, it's the same thing. It's with you, Devo, it's breakfast where after I get to a certain point in the day, it could be like 9, 10 a.m. I'm, I'm trying to find out like, where, where can I get the nearest cheeseburger? You know, I'm not worried, about, I, don't, I don't need breakfast. I can make something else breakfast. This man you know? loves cheeseburgers, Jerome. Like every show, he's always talking about cheeseburgers. Yep. I've, I've known him for years, like probably over 10 years. And I honestly, when we worked together, I didn't know he ate cheeseburgers this much. Jeez. It's gonna kill me, but it's so good. <laughs> the M16. Mac, that's what we need to do. The, yes. The, the, yeah, you need, yes. To, you need to get somebody on that. The M16 like, burger. 16, make, how many pieces of meat do you eat on this burger? Two or three? Well, it's, it's usually a double. It, it's either, like I said, it's either a cheeseburger or, you know, <laughs> or some type of seafood. But Jerome is on to something. The M16 burger, somebody, somebody, come on. Let's let's make this. Let's make this happen. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't even want to know what kind of sauce is going to go on. Oh my gosh, the, the the sheer heart attack special that this thing will be, you have no idea. Wait, we'll are, you putting, are you like putting bacon on this too? Like what's happening? No, 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 no bacon unless it's turkey bacon, but that's a conversation for another day. But Jerome Wait is on minute. the phone. Hold up, how you gonna have a burger, but excuse me, keep the beef, hold the pork. Okay, I guess yeah, you I could, you could. Yeah, that, that, that's up to the consumer, but Jerome is on to something with that, I appreciate that. <laughs> No, right. you, so look, you're planting ideas. Okay, he's gonna have a burger now. <laughs> he's planting ideas. He, he said he's a creator, so <laughs> there you go. All right, so Jerome, here's the next one. When you're paying for something, are you cash or card? Cash, don't at me. <laughs> so you cash, okay. Jerome said he wanted it gone. No pen. <laughs> All right, Diva, what about you, you cash or card? Now, come on now. You know about the cash. Don't at me. <laughs> listen, listen, we like cash. It spins very nicely down there. And we can keep it and do what we want as creative people, right? <laughs> the system Yo. can't track us. <laughs> you can't so, you can't you can't throw no cards in the strip club? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> now wait, you can't wait, make it wait. rain with your visa. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. But in the white shirt clubs, like black shirt clubs is cash. White shirt clubs, they sign a uh, credit card receipts. They do. Credit card's like, thank you. I never knew that. Oh, yeah. That's how it works here. It's culturally, it's different. Culturally, white people, listen, they get all the dances for the credit card. You know, they got the black cards and stuff. Corporate tab. Yes, we sign it. But black clubs be like, Show us the money, okay? We need the cash. <laughs> That's because Jerome will be able to tell the difference between going to one of those and then if he go to pinups, you know, that's you know, that ain't Wait, the same thing. We we have to ask him, sixteen. Have you heard in Atlanta about Magic City? 
I have heard about Magic City. Obviously, I've never been to the States, so I've got a lot of experience. <laughs> yeah, that's... So... We'll, we'll have a chat about... We'll chat about that, that later, but it always yeah. involves some entertainment and apparently some very good chicken wings if you eat chicken. Okay. But, uh, I'm down. Apparently, you know, people willing to risk many, many things to go get them, but you know, that's how that is. <laughs> All right, <laughs> for me, for sure, it's card. I don't, I don't really want to handle cash. I was kind of like the, the, I ain't really want to touch money germ guy before all this COVID stuff anyway. So the least amount of stuff I have to deal with, I'm, I'm, I'm good on that. That's why my hands are clean so I can eat cheeseburgers. That's, all right. <laughs> I'm gonna let you have that one. I'm not even gonna give you a hard time today. You got it. Don't all right, <laughs> Jerome, here's the next one. <laughs> don't at me. That's the game, don't at me. All right, Jerome, here's the next one. Do you stay up late or do you go to bed early? Man, my life's been so, like, different. Like, if I had it my way, I'd be in bed by 10. Don't at me. Like, but Aww. with kids, with kids, like, 10 o'clock is kind of when they're done. And then you need some time <laughs> to yourself. So I'm getting to bed, like, yes. 12 because I still got to squeeze in some work. And, and then I, I'm an early bird, so I have to get to bed, like, before a certain time. So, oh yeah, I'd say I'm an early kind of, yeah, don't at me. So All you right. have you said you have a three month old. How old is your? Do you have more children? Yeah, I've got two kids. So my my firstborn is about three and a half now. Yeah, just over three and a half. Oh my goodness! Oh yeah, you're not going to bed before ten o'clock. Sorry. <laughs> um, I stay up really late. I cannot go to bed early. Don't at me. <laughs> late. Oh, late, I know. I, I know about that. I know about her crazy sleeping habits because mine are the same. Because we, <laughs> I get that three a text about an idea for something in the chat but for me it's the later to go to bed early i cannot stand um like i i'm a night person i'm very much a night person but i'm forced to wake up in the morning but but yeah i'm, I'm definitely staying up late don't at me on that one all right jerome here's the next one um do you prefer peanut m ms or regular m ms oh that's uh can i say <laughs> I, I don't I don't I don't I don't like no M and M's. Don't at me. <laughs> I'm I'm shocked here. So Jerome said he don't do. It. So what's your what's your favorite candy? What's your favorite candy? My favorite candy is I'm chocolate like just pure chocolate. Like I love chocolate. I don't like no sugar coating. No none of that. Like I like chocolate as chocolate is. You want to get like, right to it? All right. Yeah. Like give me give me a slab of like chocolate and I'm done. It could be. Belgium, it could be what, it could be whatever, but a slab of that, oh man, I'm good. I bet y'all have great chocolate over there. I listen. I <laughs> Let me get this passport. What about I'm you? Out of here. Um, what, what about you? If I had to, I definitely would do, or I used to do peanut M Ms. It's really not my stilo anymore because I like more upper echelon chocolate. Oh, that don't shock me. <laughs> so I don't really eat I don't really eat Mars candy because the chocolate's very cheap. But uh, I like the actual chocolate, okay? And you can do the Belgian, you can do Switzerland, you can do whatever you want to do. It tastes amazing. Both of y'all went off the board on this. Um, for me Because we can do what we want. Don't at us. Uh, uh, 
for me, it's peanut M&M's. Even though this isn't my necessarily my favorite candy, I know some people, you know, to make the choice in between the two. If it was my choice, it'd be a Snickers if I'm choosing candy, but it's peanut M&M's for this one, don't at me. You right. drink you like a Snickers someday. Let me say I turn into Joe Pesci. I know I could be moody. All right, so Jerome, we got we got the last one here for you. And I'm really interested to know about this one, especially from Diva too. So do you sleep with socks? Yes or no? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You need to get it straight. First of all, I'm in England right now. Usually I'm in Africa, right? When I'm in Africa, I okay. don't sleep with socks. When I'm in England, I sleep with socks. The weather is different. <laughs> the weather is different. Did, did you see how he was bundled up when he came on this show? Yeah. <laughs> Like, yo, he got, he got on a hoodie and a jacket and a yo, and yo. look, it's kind of warm here, so this is you know how we living. Except yo, it was forty degrees that way. yesterday because it was like th- it was like thirty two. It last was forty night, degrees so. yesterday. It's like really yeah. crazy here. It's like up and down, yeah. up and down. We don't have consistent weather. So, so I I don't sleep with socks. Don't at me. <laughs> like, right. All right. Right. So now ATL ATL Diva, the prim and proper diva. You going to sleep with socks on or, or what, what, what are we doing? I hate socks. I don't wear socks. Don't at me. Like, I don't sleep in socks. And that's annoying when other people sleep in socks. It's just weird. Jeez, okay, tell us how you really feel. All right. Do I sleep with socks? <laughs> no, I do not sleep with socks on. I may walk what? around with them on, but I do not, I do not sleep with socks on. So... <laughs> this was I tell you what, this was this was absolutely cool playing Don't At Me with our man Jerome Arab having some fun with our nonsense, you know. Definitely appreciate that. And uh, again, you know you can find all his information, you know, he gave you the info. We're gonna put it in the in the description for the podcast as well as the YouTube video. Make sure to find him on Instagram at the great Arab and stream all his music on all the providers to search for Jerome Arab. He got you. Make sure you check out that song, Take It. I think I'm going to drop that that song in this video at the end here so people can check that out. I'm going to drop that in there. I'm going to drop that one. I'm going to drop Bamboo. I'm going to drop Smell Flowers, Smell smell My Flowers. Because that's an anthem, okay? I'm just going to say that if you haven't heard that song. It's like, listen, don't tell me I'm great when I'm not here. Like, go ahead and do that right now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. She got it. That's what I lo- that's what yes. I needed a year. You got it. Yes. I'm happy with that. Yeah. So right. thank you guys for having me. And as I said, like I'm definitely making my way across the ponds because I feel like we just all want people and it'd be nice to connect. So Yes, it would be beautiful and we're so excited. And hey, we're very serious. Hit us up and let us know. And also we're gonna keep in touch with you, keep in touch with us. Any projects that, you know, you want to share, let us know. We'd be happy to post and share it, too. Man, one love. We'll be dropping. Yes, we'll be dropping tracks. We do do the music break every week during our show during the week. So please believe that you're going to be seeing some Jerome A-Rap tracks in there. That's happening. So, you know. You're, uh, and do you're you ship a- internationally? Because you did mention you have a clothing line. Do you ship internationally? Funny enough, like we actually started to look back into that. So I, I was doing a whole lot of one-off pieces. This is actually one of them, like the the, the, the jacket that I got on right now. Um, oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. That's nice, yeah. man. So we're doing one-off pieces, and I try my best to 
to to get it to people in the states. I mean, I got people in the states wearing the hoodies, but we had to stop because I want to do it. I want to just do it properly, you know. I want to make sure that it's going out, and I'm not like waiting for five orders, waiting for ten orders. I want to just like, okay, fine, let's drop the first hundred and fifty thousand units. <laughs> Let them move, and it's yeah. So I'm trying to organize everything, and hopefully before the end of this year, you'll see a relaunch of the whole brand. Um, basically, it's called UI Clothing, Underrated Individuals Clothing. That's what the label's called. Nice. That's so dope. Hey, that's gonna do really well over here when you're ready. Yeah, you gotta let us know because I'm a ho- I'm a hoodie wearer too. Atlanta time, is so. definitely the urban like eclectic like one off like just so unique. So that's gonna do really well. I mean, that's why everyone's moving there, you know. I know. But we fooled, though. We fooled. We (laughs) fooled. Listen, we really don't even have houses. People are trying to buy houses and the inventory so low. Like, it's insane. Yeah. So, yeah, it's crazy. We just need a shirt that says we fooled. Yeah, we just tell people we fooled, but we still got a lot of land here. So, Georgia's really, really big. So, you know. Wow. Like, I mean, I, I I don't know, like, about that because a lot of people are running away from where I'm from. So when I look at it like that, I'm like, ah, oh, okay, so this is what it feels like. Like, in London and stuff, that's overpopulated, you know. So I'm sure ATL will kind of get there eventually before people start to move elsewhere or something becomes a new capital. Of, because before before ATL, it was kind of like Hollywood. It was past tense i'm yeah. sure because mm-hmm. right now yeah. it's just like everyone's talking about atl yeah because folks come here and it's so to... funny because we live here we don't it's yeah. different for us because we're so used to it yeah um you come here and you can i still would love to go to london living. one day yeah you can sit watch a lot of british a, tv a little bit of country. <laughs> it's like you know it's country enough still but you still get that city living also in there too so it's kind of you can do whatever you want right you can have city or you could just like chill out in the sub what we call suburbs like the outskirts of the city it's still like small cities but like it's kind of really spacious so you can just be like really chill very quiet so yeah what's, it's pretty dope. what's the afro beat scene like in atl right now huge so um it's kind of hard now because we have like this little area that I used to do like a lot of, um, we have like a lot of little music spots here. Um, we had this place called Music Room downtown, like in the city. And um, we would have, um, they would do like house music. I don't know if you know, are familiar with the house genre, but they use a lot of Afro um, beats in there. Um, we, we have like, um, Fela convention, like we will always have like, um, Fela will be here. It's like really big and that's a really dope, dope festival. So we have a lot of festivals and stuff here. Um, we have different pockets of areas that are very um, like that. So we have like, everybody has like their pocket of area here. So you've got like um, West African, East African, like um, just different places with food and stuff like it's huge here. Um, Because when people come here, they all migrate to where, like, their main group of people. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, if you're Ethiopian, like, everybody hangs out mostly in, like, this area. If you're Nigerian, it's kind of, like, all over here. So, it's it's pretty dope. Like, you can – the food is good. It's, like, a huge, huge um, community. So, yeah, it's pretty dope. 
that's another reason why I'm going to the States, just for the food. Like, literally. <laughs> like, oh. I, oh. I want, they got you covered here, man. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I love food, and, and I, I want to push the boundaries. I want to see whether I could do things super size. If I, I don't know if oh I could, but God. I want to try. I want to try. Now, you just oh have to decide. Gosh, the like thing this. is, yeah, yeah, you just have to choose what you, what, you, what you want, because they got some of anything you could come up with. Listen, you tell us Anything. what you want to do. We could have like a dope itinerary for you when you come. We'll be like, look, this is the place, this is the place, this is the place. Because we kind of, well, I have a lot of international friends. Like, so my non American friends can definitely be like, eat here, eat here, don't eat there, don't eat there. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> yeah. so we kind of yeah. know like where we would go, where we would avoid going. So for sure. Man, one but, love. Honestly, thank you guys so much. You guys are family. Like, I like I feel the way. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah, appreciate that. that. Same way. We we have been looking forward Absolutely. to talking to you, and we're glad to have you. And hoping that this is not the last time that we have you on the show. Not just speaking off the off, off the air, yeah, but in general, but, have you yeah. back on a on a pretty regular basis. That's the hope. Yeah, we I'm have in. a co-host with friends sometimes. So if you want to come on and just be a co-host with us, that'd be great. I'm in. You got me. <laughs> Yay! Nice. The great Jerome Arab yes. coming to a headphones or whatever speaker system you're listening to <laughs> near you. Just go search him out. You will not be disappointed. So, Jerome, we, we appreciate the time, man, and we look forward to the next conversation. I feel like I just met my long-lost friend from across the pond. Um, Feels like it. I doesn't it? It was like I didn't want the interview to end. Like, you know, being able to connect with someone, thank God, through Zoom, which is so yes. worth the monthly subscription. But <laughs> to be able to make new friends and to make new acquaintances and to meet amazing people, um, one of the things that I was just so excited to um, learn and just talk about was when he was saying that, you know, he wants one of his missions to be that black people aren't on the bottom, that we're very much on the top. And just listening to him um, speak in regards to the artists that he works with, um, the other engineers and the other musical people who are in different countries that maybe we don't get to associate yep. with on a regular basis. I mean, that just made me feel proud. Like just to just even be able to know about it or talk about it or to give a platform you know for that and just hopefully maybe one day we go across the pond and we call it a tour oh and, I'm down and we get to it. go over there and see what's going on oh yeah how I'm, do you feel I'm, about I'm, it no this is great um this was just cool that it makes me love doing this show even more because we're getting to meet and know people that under normal circumstances you wouldn't get the chance to and Absolutely. it's really re rewarding and i'm here for it and yeah, it just makes it makes feeling it makes me feel like what we're doing it matters. And another thing that would matter is if you check out Jerome A. Rap. He's uh, not only as you yes. see a dope person, but he's a great artist as well. And then Absolutely. you can show some love to the radio show as well. Check us out. Follow us on Instagram at It's the Radio Show. Subscribe to us on YouTube or any of the other podcast providers. Um, we were grateful for the support. So, Diva, we got another one in the books. Um, I guess we could just wave to the camera and tell everybody that we will see them very soon. So we appreciate it. And I get to say my phrase, I hadn't said it in a while, but just remember and never forget, you're not just listening to a radio show or some radio show, you're listening to the radio show. 
catch out later. Jerome Arab, go take him out. Later.